Soul Recovery is not just this podcast. It is a community. And each month on the first Monday, we get together on Zoom to support each other. I give a topic, then we break into small groups. It's a powerful way to be seen and witnessed and heard and supported through your own soul recovery journey. This is free to attend and open to everyone. Go to the website to register. The next one is May 6th from 6 to 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Also, in June on the 8th and 9th is an in-person soul recovery retreat in Lafayette, Colorado. This is going to be a weekend of incredible transformation, learning how to use soul recovery in your life and to leave that weekend transformed. Visit the website for more about what to expect and how to register. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Recover Your Soul. My name is Rachel Harrison. And this is a podcast offering inspiration, strength, and hope through the tools of recovery, spirituality, and positive psychology. I started recoveryoursoul.net after having profound positive changes in my life from my recovery of alcoholism and control addiction. I was guided to share these tools with others through this podcast, as well as offering personal coaching and spiritual counseling. Personal recovery does not need an addiction to use the tools and principles to better our lives and transform, just the desire to make positive changes and grow. I'm an ordained minister, and I continue to study and deepen my relationship with the spiritual principles that have brought me a life of peace, happiness, connection, and abundance. I know that together, we can do the work to recover our souls. In my last episode, I talked about living your soul's purpose and letting go of the expectations of others, both what they have for us and what we have for them. And I wanted to continue that conversation a little bit and move forward in what do we do next? And I wanted to clarify if anyone's ever seen the movie, The Secret, how it can seem like it's just so simple that if you visualize what you want and you put that on a board and you look at that every single day, that miraculously somehow all of that will appear. And that prosperity law and those principles are powerful principles, but I think that we can take them in a way that actually is unhealthy for us to forget our co-creation with our internal connection to higher power, our co-creation that connects with our actual soul's purpose. And I think that once you kind of let go of that piece, that's what is the expectation of others? And what is your soul's purpose for yourself? You can find yourself in a place where you actually don't know what that is. And so we can latch on to what society thinks is a good soul's purpose, that we should have fancy cars, that we should live in big houses, that we should vacation all over the world. And although all of those things are wonderful, and I'm not displacing anything, the truth is prosperity is multifaceted, and it is a true soul's knowing that you are connected and you are doing what is of value to you, that that can include wealth and it can include having grandiose things, but the things don't make you happy. What makes you happy is when your soul is really doing what its purpose is. And so having positive thinking 
is absolutely essential and having clarity is essential. So I wanted to talk a little bit about those things, about how to connect on a much deeper level with that internal listening voice that listens to what the purpose is that comes from a place that is your higher power. And then also the next piece is how do you start to look at your life and get head wrapped around how to get to the next part, how to envision how to do those next things in your life to live your soul's purpose. First and foremost is if you do the work where you're quiet and you're listening and we're letting go of control. And as you know, control is my number one thing that I talk about, that the more we think we're in charge, the more we think we're in control of it, which is another piece of maybe making the vision board where we personally think we're in control, the more unhappiness really there is behind it and the more unmanageability that we feel. So the true surrender to starting to ask the question, what does my higher power, what does it want for me for my soul's purpose? If we are all brought here to have our soul expand, to have it learn, to have it grow, to have it have connection back to the reality that we are all connected as one in the universe of God, of higher power, of whatever that is for you. But the reality that this huge universe with all these stars and all these planets, and we are just a speck in that, of that, of stardust. And that we've come here as these souls, as these humans. I know personally that I feel the depth of reality that dogs have souls, that animals have souls. I believe that nature has a soul. And that all those souls are connected. So when we let go of what is my ego self think its job is here on the planet to do? Do I think that getting accolades or moving up the ladder is what my soul's purpose is? That might be your career's purpose, but what is your soul's purpose? What is it that that higher power tells you? And sometimes now that we've let go of the expectations of others, of our family, of our friends, of what we, what our teachers said, and we're in that silence that still small voice may speak to you and nudge you to do and live a soul's purpose that you didn't really think. The minister of my church, Columbine Spiritual Center, tells a story. He was a, he was a successful CPA and he was in quiet meditation. He said, what is my soul's purpose to do? And his, his inner voice said, you are to be a minister. And he was shocked. He was absolutely shocked. What, what? You know, I mean, he was on this track to be a successful CPA. He was already well on his way. And those inner voices, those, those voices, those are the ones that are actually coming from spirit. And we want to listen 
to what spirit is telling us instead of us trying to tell spirit what we want. Because you can tell spirit what you want, but if it's not in alignment with the pull of what your soul's purpose is that you have been given to do here, it won't all just fall into line. There's, there's complexities, there's, there's struggle. And I find when I talk to the people who really had that internal knowing of what that was for them to create that prosperous life that can include having more than enough money. It can include having passions that make you so excited every morning that you wake up to do something. It can include where you're full and abundant and thriving and healthy. But it also includes being able to stand up in hard times, having the energy to stand on the ledge of hardship and doubt and fear and know that you are supported internally by your internal connection to source, to your source of higher power and what that is to move forward for what that is. We have great leaders that lead us in action. We have amazing writers and poets and musicians and artists, and they each live these lives that are so full and terrifying and amazing and real and raw and painful. So following your soul's purpose doesn't mean there's a magic wand that comes and fixes your life so that there aren't complexities. But it means that there's a richness and a fullness that you know that you are doing what is right for you. And that you are in alignment with your higher power's direction. So one of the ways that I think works to start taking a look at how that's all fitting together comes from a tool that I learned from Mary Morrissey's program called Prosperity Plus. And in Prosperity Plus, it has some of that aspect of the visualizations from looking at the basic prosperity principles and the laws of prosperity. And And it's important to know and understand those principles and those laws because you can work them, but you can't work them from an ego place. You need to understand them so that you can be on the highway along with spirit to get to your destination. So you have to come from an internal place of wanting to be given the directions from that still small voice inside that is the guidance from your spirit from within and not tackling it from the outside. But still, you're looking at your life and you're thinking, I'm not entirely sure what my soul's purpose may be. And one of the ways that Mary Morrissey talks about is you separate your life to four quadrants. So you have relationship, you have your vocation, what you do, you have your health, and you have time and money freedom. And you separate those four quadrants and you write down what your life is like in each of those quadrants. What's going on in each of those quadrants? Do you have a job that you wake up every morning and you know that it's part of your soul's purpose? You love helping people or you love 
uh, creating or being of service or whatever your, your job is. And it doesn't have to be fancy jobs. I think that people get caught up that there has to be a fancy job. I watched a show last night on Netflix about clothing, and I should actually know what it's called while I'm offering it to you. But it was this woman who was a crossing guard, and she'd been a crossing guard for 27 years. And the pride that she had in being able to help these kids and and have that peace in her life. And I loved that because I think we get caught up in whether it's a job or a vocation that by the standards of everybody else is seen as a good job. And to me, a good job is one where your heart is full and that you feel like your internal self is fulfilled and that you're being of service to others. So you're looking at your vocation and then you look at your relationship. Do you have the relationship that, that fills you up, that feels uh, enlivened, that is supported, is connected? Do you want a relationship that is supported and connected? Are you single? Are you together? What does that look like for you? And then your health. What does your health look like? Are you feeling healthy and vibrant? Do you have health issues? And then the last one is time and money freedom. Do you feel prosperous? Do you feel abundant? Or do you feel lack? Are you fearful? Are you insecure? Do you have time to go do things that fill you up? Do you have time and money freedom? Or do you feel like that is just not something that you have? What what are those things in those four quadrants? And then you sit with it. And you start to evaluate in those quadrants Which aspects of those things are things that are aligned with your higher power and your internal soul's purpose? Which of those things are aligned with the expectations that you have received from other people to you or the expectations that you're placing on other people? What is your level of contentment in each of these quadrants? Even if you have some amazing relationship, you may feel like you are don't have prosperity, that there's never enough money, that you can't get it together, that you're that you'll always be lacking, that money just doesn't come your way. So where's the balance in those? Is it balanced? Is there is there discontent? in any of those quadrants? Can you feel how those aspects of yourself are missing in your soul's purpose that you've connected with as you listen to the guidance of your higher power? And then you can, you can rate it. She would, she would rate it on a level from one to five, one being very dissatisfied and five being very satisfied in each of those. We can't change what we don't know we need to change. So much of recovery is being willing to actually look at yourself and take a deep dive into what is yours. What is your part in it? Where have you been pointing the finger outside and making blame on everybody else? And where can you start to look at yourself and take responsibility for your own life? And I've said before We are completely responsible for our own happiness and our own direction 
because it is us attuned with our higher power that does the work. And we expend so much energy and time and putting all this, this pressure on ourselves and all of this power on everybody else around us that they're going to tell us who we are and whether we're of value, whether we feel value in ourselves. So once we've looked at these quadrants, it gives us a place to say, am I aligned with my soul's purpose? Is this soul's purpose coming from the outside or is it coming from that still small voice? Because the truth is, when you listen, it's spirit. It is higher power. It is God. It is the universe. It is the divine that is telling you and guiding you to what it brought you here for your soul's purpose is. And so often we don't listen. And as I've said before, it's fascinating to watch people who have such raw talent clearly given to them when they came into this earth and this body and this spirit, and they won't believe it. They won't believe it. That self-worth is missing. And others who see it and embrace it and go forward with it. I feel like when you're on the right path, it's as if you're merging onto a highway. You know, the energy is as if you're a highway and it wants to take you there to the next place. And yet, are we going to merge on and get up to speed and have our self full and move forward onto that highway and merge in and go forward? Or are we going to stop? You've seen people on the highway at the on-ramp and they are completely stopped. I don't know what they're waiting for. They're waiting for a bigger gap. I, you know, they, they're cautious. They're cautious. When you are aligned with your soul's purpose and you have clarity within those quadrants of who you know in the internal piece of who you are, and sometimes that voice will come out and it'll give you a mission that is completely outside of what you thought. Those, to me, are the people who make changes in life, great and small. And being a full, whole person and life's, having your soul's mission, your life's purpose fulfilled does not mean that you have to be a famous person or a well-known person. It means that in your life, the people you touch and you affect are affected in a positive way because you are aligned with why you're here. And along with that comes then the gifts of The Secret, right? The, the movie The Secret, where you have clarity. You have clarity of what those quadrants are so that you know what direction that you're going. You can feel what direction source is guiding you to. So now that you've written what your life is, now you take it and you write, what do you feel that your soul's purpose, your higher powers, guidance is leading you to in those four quadrants? If you come out of your ego self that thinks, I'm not enough, I can't have enough, I'm not lovable, I'm unworthy, what would you write in those four squares? What is the love that you want and deserve? What is the career that you want and you deserve? And the health that you want and you deserve? And time and money freedom that you want and you deserve? I know that for me, when I was working at my previous job as an office manager, 
and it had become an unhealthy environment. And I was part of that unhealthiness. There's no doubt that I participated in that. I was an active alcoholic. I was overly controlling and my, it was all falling apart. And I was grasping, grasping desperately to try to rein it all in. And it was not healthy at all. And I took the Mary Morrissey prosperity course. And I remember writing out, tuning into my internal self and writing out what I wanted in those quadrants. And it felt impossible. It felt like there was no way that what I was writing was even attainable, but I didn't allow it to be coming from my dream self. It really felt like it was coming from my heart, felt like it was connected to the divine. And it talked about having a job where I could be of service to people, where spiritually I could be helping people connect to the truth of who they were. That was nothing to do with what I was doing at that time. And I hadn't, I hadn't had the clarity yet. This was years ago. I wanted to work part-time. I wanted to be close to home. These were the things that came out and were put on the paper. I wanted a relationship with my husband that was full and strong. That was not the relationship that I had at that time with him. I wanted to be connected. I wanted it to be vibrant. I wanted us to be in love again. Again, that is not where I was four years ago. My health was not great because I was drinking. And so my blood work was all crazy. And I said, I, I want to be, I want to be healthy. I want to be able to do activities. I want to be full of life. I want to be free of any problems that are, that are coming up. I want to, I want to rid those and time and money freedom. I wanted to be out of debt. I wanted to be able to travel. I wanted to be able to have more time to grow myself. And as I wrote those things on the paper, I don't know where it came from. I do know where it came from. It came from me listening to what spirit had aligned for me. And now I look back four years later, and all of those things have happened in my life. And part of it is because I had clarity about what that was. And the other part was that it was aligned with what my higher power had attuned for me instead of me grasping at something that wasn't for me. And as I work in my unity church with a part-time schedule, which allows me to have my life that I've been able to do my studies and become an ordained minister, to do Recover Your Soul, to produce these podcasts, to grow spiritually, that was on my vision. My work is very close to my home. I'm 100% connected to so many incredible people, both through Recover Your Soul and through my spiritual community. And I couldn't see it then. My relationship with my husband is 360 degrees from what it was before. Through recovery, we have found each other and we have found ourselves. We have let go of blame. We have let go of the pointing the finger that the other person was the one that was at fault. And we've worked exclusively on ourselves and rediscovered ourselves. My health has improved as I have found a healthier way of being. And through all of that, somehow 
we were able to pay off all of our debt. And it's crazy to think that I work part-time and Recover Your Soul is just starting out. And we are in a better financial situation than we were when I worked full-time and made a lot more money. I am prosperous because I feel that that's not just money. It's a whole body, psychological, spiritual, it's everything. And in those terms, I could not be happier. I couldn't have a better life. And as I align to that sense of myself that I feel like I'm living my soul's purpose that has been given to me by my higher power and is leading me and I'm stepping into it one step at a time, it's being given to me and it is coming in like being on that highway. I've merged in and the energy is just flowing towards it. And there isn't as much struggle in my life. And I do have more capacity to hold the space in difficult and hard times. I have this new sense of being aligned in all of my life with what is right. And it doesn't always mean that it's easy. And it doesn't mean every day is a good day. But it means that I'm more attuned to what that is outside of expectations and outside of what I think society's expectations are, more attuned to myself. I hope you'll try this. And if you're interested in working on it with me, again, go to recoveryoursoul.net, book a session. Let's do this together. Let's talk about it. I'd love to help you work this through. That's why I'm here. I'm here to help you to recover your soul. Until next time, namaste. Thank you for listening. I hope this episode offered you tools, guidance, and inspiration on your journey to recover your soul. For more information, please visit the website recoveryoursoul.net. There you can find more about Rev. Rachel, book coaching or spiritual counseling sessions, read the blog, listen to her music, connect to social media, as well as subscribe to receive updates. We thank you for supporting the production of this podcast by donating on the homepage. We hope you'll follow us on Instagram and Facebook and become part of our transformation community. The Recover Your Soul podcast and its content is for educational purposes only and is not allied or representative of any organizations or religions. It's based on the opinions and experience of Reverend Rachel Harrison. Recover Your Soul claims no responsibility to any persons or entity for any liability, loss, damage, or cause alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of its use. Applications or interpretations of the information represented herein. Take what you need and leave the rest.